It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Baseball is back, and the Reds are poised for one of the best seasons in franchise history. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr. We don't want to just win, we want to dominate. And here we go. That's a winning streak. That's three in a row. That's the first Reds home victory against the Indians since 2017. And that is officially 500. The Reds improved to 5 and 5 after a big victory Monday night after a long rain delay around two hours. A nice win as Sonny Gray pitches amazingly. And a great performance by one Tucker Barnhart defensively that helped decide the game. We're going to break that all down here in just a minute. Going to give you the heroes of the game and the pivotal play. And I'm going to give you some numbers as to why this bullpen is turning it around. But before we do, make sure that you're subscribed on all the podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Lockdown Reds. Also, save that Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. Give me some reactions because I know you're bumped. Three wins in a row. That's now four out of the last five. The Reds are red hot, baby. Let's get this season going. Joey Votto really delivered the play of the night, obviously. The pivotal play of the game. Will they even think about starting the runner? 3-2, they do. And a high fly ball into right field, and Votto has given Cincinnati the lead. He turns on a 3-2 fastball and hammers it into the seats and right. So Votto, a two-run big fly in the Reds lead for the first time tonight. Joseph Daniel Votto. Remember when we were worried last year about him choking up on the bat and shortening his swing? He looked terrible doing it. Guess what? That's exactly what he did right there. Choked up on the bat, you know, probably about halfway like he likes to. Shortened his swing and crushed that ball into the right field stand. Shogo right before him had the single... And it was interesting enough because right before he turns on that fastball, just like Tom said, he was fooled on a 3-1 changeup. Looked like Zach Plesak kind of really had the upper hand in that at bat, and then bam, all of a sudden, the game turns on a dime, and the Reds' bullpen then comes in in the seventh inning. Michael Lorenzen looks like the 2019 version of Michael Lorenzen. Locating his fastball, he struck out two. Nate Jones then comes in the eighth, and I was critical of that. I'm like, where in the world is Pedro Strope? We haven't seen this dude pitch in six days. I feel like he should be the dude in this high-leverage situation. You're facing the top of the order of the Indians lineup. The main threat to take the lead back, and you're putting Nate Jones out there? Boy, I'm going to eat some crow on that one. Nate Jones had two strikeouts 
pitched magnificently. And if it wasn't for a crazy bouncing ball that just ate Freddie Galvis alive, that inning would have been a lot shorter. They would have had a double play and not even had to worry about it. But shout out to Tucker Barnhart. Dude, had an over at the plate. That's not what I'm talking about. Defensively, he was nails. They couldn't run on him at all. Had one throw out of second base that was absolutely beautiful, catching hopefully future red Francisco Lindor off guard and getting him out trying to steal second base. And then in that eighth inning that was so important, there were runners on first and second with one out, and you're starting to sweat. We've seen the Reds' bullpen blow a couple of leads already so far this season. You're like, oh boy, here it goes again. And then a wild pitch that bounces away from Tucker, and you're like, oh, here we go, second and third with one out, and you got Francisco Lindor at the plate. A fly ball ties the game. Not so fast. He barehand grabs the bounce and throws the second on a strike, nailing Cesar Hernandez as he was trying to slide into second base. That was absolutely phenomenal. And then Nate Jones settles down and strikes out Francisco Lindor to end the inning. He struck out Jose Ramirez and Lindor back-to-back, obviously, because Ramirez bats second and Lindor bats third. But he was absolutely awesome. And then Rysel Iglesias comes in and shuts the door in the ninth inning, a perfect ninth with a pair of his own strikeouts as well. Absolutely phenomenal way for the Reds to continue this momentum. That eighth inning is the kind of thing that really propels a team. You watched how they worked together on defense, and they were able to overcome a situation that looked like so many situations in the first nine games that you're like, Yep, here comes a loss. No, the Reds grab victory from what we consider to be something that looked bad. And now they're at 500. Let's talk about some three stars of the game and some statistics that may have you restore some faith in the bullpen. Maybe Eh, we'll see. But before we do, man, I'm telling you what, I could really go for a celebratory cheese coney, but I'm recording this podcast. You know what? I'm going to order something right here, Postmates. If you haven't already done this, download the Postmates app, and there's this awesome promo code locked on. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You'll get free delivery for your first seven days, up to $100 with no order minimum. And you can go on Postmates right now and check out the bevy of options that they have. Do you want a burger from McDonald's? You can grab that. You want some donuts from Dunkin'? Somebody will go pick them up and bring them to you on the Postmates app. You can also get essentials from the local pharmacy or the grocery store. Very easy. Check it out. The Postmates app. And when you enter the promo code locked on, you'll get free delivery for your first seven days of up to $100. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N on the Postmates app for free delivery with no order minimum. What are you waiting for? Go check out Postmates today because anytime you need it, anywhere you need it, Postmate it. The Reds' three stars. Number one, Joey Votto was one for three with the go-ahead two-run home run. He also had a walk in the game. That home run ties him with Tony Perez for third all-time in Reds franchise history. Two, Nicholas Castellanos got the Reds scoring going with a solo shot. He improves his batting average to 382. Number three, Sonny Gray continues to be amazing. Six innings of four-hit baseball. He allowed one earned run, two total, two walks, and eight strikeouts. He now has 34 starts as a red, 34 straight starts 
as a red with four earned runs or less allowed. The only other red in franchise history to have a better streak, Gary Nolan. He was pretty good. He did it 37 times in a row, so we'll keep watching that. That's also the 36th straight start for Sonny Gray of six hits or less allowed. Just absolutely phenomenal, and it looked like early on this might be the start that would break the series. Seemed like the Indians were hitting everything that he was throwing. He wasn't missing a whole lot of bats, a lot of balls in play. Lindor with the home run in the first inning that got them on the board quickly, and you're like, uh Oh, this could be a long night. The the Indians then scored again in the second, and it just kind of felt like it was going to be one of those nights that the Reds had to labor to even tie the game, much less win. But then Sonny Gray settled down in the third inning, and he struck out four straight and was able to cruise through the rest of his outing that night. And then the bullpen picked it up from there and continued cruising as well. Absolutely phenomenal night for the Reds. Now three in a row but uh-oh. Next! On the bump Tuesday night for the Indians is Shane Bieber. You might have heard of him. In 14 innings this season, he has given up zero earned runs. He has allowed seven hits and one walk. Eight base runners. He has 27 strikeouts. Dude has been absolutely phenomenal in his two starts. Of course, he's got two wins on the season, you know, two starts, two wins. That's how good he's been. It was reported. I saw on Twitter, they were talking about, he's got three kinds of breaking balls working for him that are consistently missing bats. So the Reds are going to have to be on their game that, you know, that you might remember they struck out nine straight times against Tyler Alexander for the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. Shane Bieber's going to eat their lunch if they're swinging the bats like that tonight so they've got to buckle it in they got to see some guys hit make some hits and it'll be interesting to see if Nick Senzel is in the lineup he was a late scratch yesterday saying that he had a strained actually sprained left index finger we'll see if he's in the lineup tonight another right-hander in Shane Bieber so they will have the normal everyday lineup if you know if if you're assuming that the Reds have an everyday lineup in 2020 that's probably what we'll see Tuesday night so far as Senzel being healthy of course and I wanted to get to this because last night the bullpen actually showed some life and we've been seeing a very struggling group of pitchers right I mean when you look at the bullpen as a whole even including last night They have a 6.2 ERA, 6.27 to be exact. Last night was the first save of the season. So that's one save in 10 games. That's actually the third save opportunity. They were 0 for 2. Before that, the only reliever on the squad that has not allowed a run? Anybody? Pedro Stroke. And he's only had two appearances, and he hasn't pitched in a week. I, I I wonder what what's up with that. Maybe we'll see him tonight. Who knows? Lucas Sims, some of you may be saying, well, Lucas Sims has a zero ERA. He has allowed three unearned runs. Although, if you check him out on Baseball Savant, Lucas Sims has lots of very nice statistics there for, you know, as far as expected batting average and expected weighted on base average, all that good stuff. He's pretty good at keeping the bats down. So that's a little bit uh, concerning, right? When you look at the numbers of the bullpen, how about some signs of a turnaround? First thing I'm looking at, first thing that you look at with pitchers 
from the starting rotation or the bullpen, do they miss bats? Guess what? The bullpen misses bats at a better rate than anyone else in Major League Baseball. Their strikeouts per nine are at 13 and a half. That's right, 13 and a half strikeouts per nine for the bullpen. That's tops in Major League Baseball. They've also only pitched 30 and a third innings in these 10 games. Of teams with nine or more games played, only the Indians bullpen has less innings pitched than the Reds bullpen. Also, their left on base percentage, you know, their strand rate is unluckily low at 59.2%. Now that was coming into last night's game. I'm not sure where it stands after last night's game, but 59.2% is ridiculously low. The Mets were the only team that had a lower strand rate than the Reds. And when you look at the league average, that's 72.3%. So if the Reds strand rate actually comes up to league average, they're giving up a lot less runs. And that's going to bring the ERA down. That's going to bring the wins up. And those one game, you know, one run game wins are going to come up. So all in all, I I think we've got a bullpen that's going to be on the rise. A lineup now, they're going up against Bieber. Shane, don't call me Justin Bieber tonight. So who knows what we're going to get out of the lineup. But all in all, everything is starting to come back around. And who knows if, if they are able to get one over on Shane Bieber tonight. This is what's at stake. If they win today, that will put the Reds over 500 for the first time since May 14th of 2017. That's right. That's the last time, the last day that wasn't a day after opening day that the Reds were over 500. Hoping that happens tonight. Tomorrow on the podcast, like I mentioned earlier, we're going to have Jake Lisko from the Locked On Bengals podcast. He tweets a lot about baseball savant. We're going to talk about some stat cast numbers for this lineup. We're going to look at how they appear with exit velocity and launch angle, all that good stuff. We'll talk with Jake tomorrow on the podcast, but that'll do it for us here today. Now, tell your smart device to play Locked On Major League Baseball. Make sure that you're subscribed on all the podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and get your reactions in on the Locked On Reds line 513-549-0159. Questions, whatever you've got there uh, on the line or on social media. But that'll do it for us here today. Thanks so much for downloading and listening, and I will talk to all of you tomorrow. Let's go, Rex. Hey. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.